0: Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. How's everybody doing? Blessed, blast, blast! You look at the top of your page. It's, it's got uh, restore. Is that right? I want to talk about that a little bit, if because uh, you know it's my way. When you uh, when let's just do it this way, because we all just about in here sports fans, right? when an athlete gets hurt or injured, okay, especially the good ones, uh, they, first of all, they take them to doctors and they get the x-rays, right? And they do all those things to find out how serious, all right, the injury is. And then when they find out how serious the injury is, uh, they do what they have to do, and some of them get surgery. And they do what they have to do, and the next thing they do is go into rehab. Mm-hmm. And then when they go into rehab, they do everything they possibly can to get what's been injured, okay, fixed. Mm-hmm. All right, and then after they get out of rehab, they get back on, the, the team is excited to see them back, uh, but they don't let them have full contact, that's football. They won't let them have full contact. They, gradually work them back into uh, uh, the playing mode. Yes, they don't just throw them out there. And so, because they know that once you get injured, that, and you go through the rehab and all that stuff, you're still not ready. You have to take your time uh, to get back in there. And then they have doctors, they'll tell you that, or they have, um, they'll have, uh, I like that, <laughs> That's good. That's cute. They have doctors and they have different folks there that educate them and tell them well that person can do so much until you put them back in there full time. Mm -hmm. And they watch them. They're on the sideline and they watch them. Uh And so, and then eventually they put that person back in the position that they had vacant full time. And they go on with their career or whatever it is. And we've seen that happen. We saw that happen with uh, Mahomes so when he hurt his, I think it was his heel or whatever it was, ankle. And you're back in there doing what you do best. And so in life, it's the kind of the same way. Okay, we'll talk about that. I'm going someplace with this. you know. We need to be careful who we put out of our life. You see, one of the greatest tricks of the devil is to take the right people out of your life. You see, because you may have seen, uh, uh, they may have done something uh, that maybe wasn't right in God's eyesight or the church's eyesight. You see, first thing people wanna do, is kick them out. Yes, sir. You see? Uh, And so what we gotta do is go back to the gospel and, and find out how should we deal with that? How should we deal with someone that's went through something that is not agreeable to the uh, church? A lot of people have that church doctrine thing, or or the gospel, um, because we are gospel people here, the gospel the church, how how should we handle that? Okay, because you gotta be, now listen to me. So the best way to do is to get out of yourself and, and get to thinking about how would the Holy Spirit have me to deal with these issues. I've seen uh, issues where there's a, ch- this has been over 30, 40 years ago, there was a uh, young man that came into one of the big churches at Kansas City in the inner city. And everybody liked just preaching and just teaching, but he believed in praying and laying hands on with oil, and they didn't take him because he believed in laying hands on and praying because it was against the Bible. It was against their church doctrine. It was a Baptist church, but it was against their church doctrine. And so they let him go and they got another pastor in there and he almost tore the congregation up because he was into more of a self type thing. So we got to be careful because somebody that you putting out somewhere is somebody God wants you to bring back into the team to make the team stronger. I mean, you know, a lot of people, and one thing they can do is uh, tell you, you know, what caused them to get out there. I was telling a young man uh, yesterday, and I told one today, I said, uh, uh, let me see, I don't think there's anybody, there probably isn't but three or four people older than me in here, if there is three or four people older than me, uh, at 75. And so I was getting, getting a little counseling, Brother Logan. I said, there's one thing I want you to know. I've been your age, you ain't been mine. You see what I'm coming from? Now I know the ponders are my—they my people. They gonna be using that for. I can—I can hear them using that now. Hold it, little boy, little girl, little boy. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been your age. You ain't been mine. So there's a whole lot more I know than you know from just life experience. All right. So, but anyway, we have. There's a reason that we are here. Okay, we're here to empower ourselves through the spirit, but we're in here to bring other people in because there could be somebody that's caused a sin or done something wrong that you could get back into the church that'll be stronger than anybody in the church, but you've put them out of the church, all right? In Galatians 6, 1, and 10, and Sister Gwen saved a lot of people because she got on my case. I was, you know, brother DJ was all over it. He knows me. Uh, but in, in Galatians, 1 and 10, don't be laughing, I listen to my wife because she sometimes uses mama, mama's a little different than daddy. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, and, and so But what we want to talk about today is how to deal with these issues and how to, how, to, how to deal with it with ourselves and how to deal with these issues of people. Now, I take everything that goes into the church and I put it into my personal life also. Okay. Galatians one through 10 brother, if any one of you caught in any sin, any sin, read the rest of it. You all are spiritual. Oh, got ahead of you. I'm sorry. Yes. You all are spiritual. Now listen to me. He's talking to the people that are spiritual. There is a warning to the people that are spiritual. There's a duty for the people that are spiritual. Go ahead, please.
1: That is you who are responsive to the guidance of the Spirit. So
0: now, uh, and you that are responsive to the Spirit, that's the big S. Mm -hmm. Those that are responsive to the Holy Spirit. Now listen here.
1: You are to restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness.
0: So that you are to do what?
1: Restore. Restore
0: that person back into, yes, with gentleness. That can, be a, that can be your family, you see, when you're helping somebody that wants to be helping and is willing to be helped. But the Bible, he's talking to a church here. You have to be careful here. He's saying, but, and see, because too many people, if you wanna, many of you can say amen to this, that are on church boards that, that are not spiritual. You see, and some churches, I think they vote them, they vote them in. And you know, that's a popularity contest there, you see. Because you can have somebody on a board that is not spiritual, that's into their own head, they will kick those people out of there. So he makes it very clear, he said, not everybody in your church is spiritual. But he says, but those that are spiritual and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit to do what?
1: Mm-hmm. Restore.
0: To restore them to bring them back into the flock, all right?
1: And you are to do this not with a sense of superiority or self-righteousness. And
0: you can't do it with a, like you're superior. Mm -hmm. And one of the worst sins that we don't preach enough about in the Bible is Mm self-righteous. There's nothing worse than a self-righteous Christian, right? Because we all done came from something. Let's just be real, and still struggling with something. As they say, as the old folks say, you ain't all that. You see, so here we go.
1: Keep a watchful eye on yourself.
0: Keep a watchful eye on them. Mm
1: -hmm. On yourself. yourself.
0: Keep a watchful eye on yourself Mm -hmm. so that ye are not tempted as well. Mm -hmm. Because one of the worst things to do is to be looking at somebody else and run into something. You see? Let's do it this way to make it clear. You looking up up run in somebody else's business and walk in the quicksand. Mm-hmm. Right. You see? So the Bible says, keep an eye on who?
1: Yourself. Keep
0: an eye on yourself. Watch yourself. And you, some of you have heard me do this. Watch yourself. Be careful, watch yourself. You know, the old folks, you say, watch what you're saying. Some of y'all know that. So, yeah, I ain't the only one that grew up with the old folks. You see, I'm just the old folks now, but i just, you know what I'm saying? See, yeah, watch yourself, because one of the biggest tricks of the devil is to get you to thank you above other folk. You gotta be careful, real careful, you see, because then you become self-righteous. And when you're self-righteous, you under the uh, uh, influence of self and not the Holy Spirit. And and Paul tells us here, we should be under the spirit, Mm -hmm. big one, Mm -hmm. not self, all right?
1: And the message puts it this way, live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivenly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself.
0: You just get busy helping that other person and save you to yourself. I've always wondered, one of the things that that I don't know who pays these people, that when they have a movie out, they call them critics. And these people will give so many popcorn, you all saw that on there. And them people ain't acted one day. Ain't never got an Oscar, ain't never been nominated, and they go gonna say, you shouldn't. They're going to tell me what movie I need to go and see. And they call them critics. Don't be a critic. You don't want to be a critic. You see, some people, God has placed where they are to fall so they can get up. And then they become very powerful people because they have a testimony. Yes. Yes. Yes, see, I've been, always been one of these people, I wanna to talk to folks that's fell, fallen and uh, God has delivered them back. Uh, that just excites me because it shows me the power of Christ. It shows me that what the baptism of the Holy Spirit can do and how Christ can take someone who was broken and put everything back together again and mold them again and put them in a higher place than I, all right? Are y'all getting this? Yes. We don't want no critics up in here. That's right. You see, we don't, we, don't, we don't do that in here. We don't do no gossiping, and we don't want no critics in here. Keep your comments to yourself. Mm-hmm. You see? One of the things that's bad about it, you ever point, point your finger at somebody? There's a whole bunch of them. One, back at me, two, back at me, three. There's only one at that person. Careful about that. All right, and if there's one time right in, in the history of this country right now, we need to be careful, because we need each other. Yes, sir. Right. Good yes. All right? What kind of church is it that doesn't have people that are struggling? Right. Not a very good church, is it? You see? You know what that means? If you have a church that, that, that doesn't have people that are struggling. God is not sending people who need to be restored to your church. Isn't that a fact? You see, and say we want God so I was uh, now this has been way back when there was some some folks that thought Pastor feels a little too raw. They actually left the church that he was a little too raw. And so I was talking to Brother Fred. You all know Brother Fred is my prayer partner, was here in that movie, Washington, DC. And he said, he always called me pastor, John, pastor. Some people will leave your church if they get in there young, they'll come there because they hadn't lived enough life yet. Said so they got to go live some life because you're you a pastor and a teacher for folks who've done and lived some life. Make sense? Because if you live some life, you need restored. And, and a person that's restored is grateful for that, right? And they'll be committed to that person that helped them find their way, all right?
1: Now we're gonna turn to the voice. And
0: And I had it three times because I wanna make sure we got it clear, okay?
1: My spiritual brothers and sisters, if one of our faithful has fallen into a trap. And
0: that can happen to anybody. Right. That can happen to anybody Amen. you can fall in a trap yeah. yep. all right it can happen to you I don't care who you are if you're not care some good saved Christian people have fell into a trap yeah. mm-hmm.
1: all right and is snared by sin don't stand idle and watch his or her demise
0: we're not gonna stand around and watch him fall mm-hmm. all right
1: gently restore them do what gently restore them
0: we're gonna gently restore them gently restore them y'all with me
1: and again tells us being careful not to step into your own snare
0: be careful gently restore them and be careful that you don't get snared up in self righteousness gossip backbiting undermining that's what you're talking about You see, we can't walk around here like we all right. Mm. What are you doing? We working in here, aren't we? Yeah, Yeah, right, right. And every one of us, when I, only the one say amen can say, all of us, many of us in here, because I'll give some of you a chance to be sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, (laughs) and have no sin. But most of us in here have been restored from something. Right? Why wouldn't we want that same, huh? mm-hmm. same responsibility for us to help somebody else? <laughs> you see, one thing that somebody can tell, you, I told somebody something once, Brother well, DJ, said, You can learn something from uh, that homeless person sitting down on the street. And he looked at me funny, like, What? How he got homeless? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Huh? Right. You can learn something from anybody. And sometimes God may put somebody in your life that's fallen because he knows if you're not careful, you're going to fall from that same trap. They can tell you how to not get there. We'll get into that, all right? Am I doing all right?
1: Yes. Verse 2, carry one another's burdens. And
0: sometimes we have to pick somebody else up. Yeah. You know, sometimes we have to pick somebody else up. We all like like you. And it's a sports thing. They'll tell you that. I'll pick you up, man. If somebody steps in to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. You see? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. All right.
1: And in this way, you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. And and
0: that's what we're here to do, is fulfill the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. Not our own ego. Mm -hmm. But the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. And the law of Christ is?
1: That is the law of Christian love.
0: It is the law of Christian love. Christian love is excited about restoring people back into the church. And there's some people that you can restore back into your life. You see, there's some knuckleheads, this ain't gonna cut it. But you gotta make sure that that's that person. I have talked to, listen to what I'm saying very carefully. I have talked to people who have said I wished I'd have never got a divorce. We should have worked on that thing. Yes, more than once. You know, my friends called me Johnny. Johnny, man, I, what was I thinking? Well, I told you you wasn't, you see. Didn't, wasn't willing to work and to restore that relation back into health. You do it with your body. When you get sick, I'm starting, Sister Gwen and I are starting our diet tomorrow because Sunday's my cheat day. (laughs) So if you see me, if you see me, I'm okay. (laughs) You see, but I cheat because I gotta, I wanna make sure I restore my physical body. And guess why? I don't want her to have to take care of me because I didn't do the things that I should have done. And I don't want you all to have to get somebody else up here because I failed to take care of my body. Does that make sense? Some of you looked at me strange when I said restore your relationship. I don't care how good your relationship is with God on your family there's something in there that needs to be restored. Get to work on it. Fix it. Fix it. But do it gentle. Be gentle. Alright.
1: For if anyone thinks he is something special, hmm. when in fact he is nothing special, except in his own eyes, he deceives himself. This is a description.
0: You ain't special. <laughs> You, you, yeah, you, yeah, you you ain't sp- the only special person that sees you is when you look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. People, no, 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 no. I I love the way that, that Paul's getting in us. He's getting in our case. You see, we want to be all that. We all came from somewhere, right? We all have a journey, and we all have a past, and some are still working. I think you, everybody was all excited when they were singing, please be patient with me, for God is not through with me. Yet. That means there's some things that need to be restored in my life. Amen to that. Amen. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, but when I got up here, nobody got excited. When Isaac was going down, everybody was getting excited. I'm like, wow, you see, you see, you see? Oh, that was praise and worship, not me getting in your face. The song means a lot. That song is biblical. Please be patient with me, for God is not through with me yet. I'm 75 years old, getting ready to hit another number here. There's still areas in my life that God is working on in my life. And I want him to do that until I take my last breath. Are y'all with me? All right.
1: In verse four, but each one must carefully scrutinize his own work.
0: Take, you know, Be careful, scrutinize your own work. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Let's do it this way. What are you doing to make your family life better, your marriage better, your relationship better, your family better, your community better, your church better? What are you doing? You see, people, it it upsets me when people, this is because of my age too, has a lot to do with this, that people say, well, I don't vote because it don't mean nothing. Really? Really? Yeah, it does. Then, if, if the wrong person gets in there, don't say nothing. No vote, no opinion. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Examine your actions, attitudes, and behavior. And
0: that's what we'll talk about next week. You gotta, you gotta examine. Examine yeah. yourself. Yeah. Examine your actions and what? <laughs>
1: your at, attitudes and behavior.
0: If you see, Before I point a finger at Sister Gwen, I need to examine my what? You know, sometimes you see, you ever see someone and you say something, something, I don't know what's wrong with them. You what's wrong with them. (laughs) Uh, By your attitude, your attitude is what's wrong with them. Your behavior is what's wrong with them. Are you with me this morning? All right, give me the number of uh, persons. At
1: the end of verse four. Thank you. Then he can have the personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another.
0: If you are busy working for God and doing your purpose for God, you ain't got time. You ain't got time to co- comparing yourself to another. Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. Right. You ain't got time. You are here for a special purpose. Your purpose is your purpose. And once you figure that out, you don't compare yourself to anybody else. Do you understand? You can get information from other folks and grow from other folks, but that's to help you to fulfill your purpose. But once you fulfill your purpose and figure that out, then you, you're, not, you're not all confused. You won't have to go see counselor. She, she gets what I'm talking about. People spend a lifetime Trying to be something somebody else has influenced them to be, and then when they fail, they kick them out. Yes. Compare them to somebody else. you not like so-and-so, and they get to feeling bad. But not in this church. When somebody tells you, you're not like so-and-so, so-and-so, you say, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't here to be like so-and-so. I'm here to fulfill my purpose. That person you trying to compare me to is fulfilling their purpose. I imagine. Do you see? Are we good here? It happens in in one of the things that happens a lot is with young people. You gotta be careful with the young people. And I understand, I understand these, you know, we we caught up into all of the sports and things in America, because, you know, Sunday now is the old Saturday. You see, everything is going on Sundays and folks is out of church and this and that, and I'm hoping that those young children that don't get to church on Sundays, that the parents are having some kind of biblical teaching because they're gonna need it. They're gonna need it because life is gonna hit them one day, and if they don't have the tools, to deal with that, they're going to fall apart. You got to do that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because in schools, they compare themselves to each other. Yes, big time. It happens a lot of times in schools. Children are told what they ain't, what they should be. And some people get caught up into that. All right? Mm-hmm. You ain't good enough. You don't look a certain way. You too much this, you too much that, you ain't this, you ain't that. This lesson needs to go home with you. All right?
1: For every person will have to bear with patience his own burden of faults and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible.
0: We're gonna read it again, so if you missed it, you're good. (laughs) Because that's one of my favorites. Years ago, Uh, Before I got started, one of my people in the church was there. Says, "You don't. You're not gonna make it in Kansas City. You need to go to Atlanta because that's when we were really predominantly black church." Said because people in Kansas City ain't ready for your style. This has been about like 45 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. And for a moment, I said, "Yeah, maybe I need to go to Atlanta." God, God didn't call me to go to Atlanta. You say, oh yes, because somebody else was trying to give me a road map of the ideals their ideals of who I should be, what I should be, where I should go, and how I should do it. Are y'all with me? Okay, there's many of you sitting in here. You know that you struggled with what this message what I'm talking about. You worked hard, some of you may be still struggling. Quit struggling with somebody else's issues. You ain't got time to do that. For every person will have to bear with patience and do it with patience. This ain't no overnight thing. Mm-hmm. You don't get this thing over. The, the, I wish that they had medicine that you could take one pill and wake up and be okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wouldn't we all like that? You know? I remember when, uh, when uh, the, I had to get, with it, how many? Six, seven, eight cancer, uh, chemos. Nine cancers, uh, chemos. I'm sitting there on the first one, I'm good. Second one, I'm good. Third one, I'm like, man, I'm tired of this. Then you start counting and that makes it longer. You see, spirit had to tell me, you need to be patient. These people are trying to save your life in here. You see what I'm saying? And think, and I'm here. You see? I'm here. You see? Went through something, but I had to be patient. Mm-hmm. Are y'all with me? Yep. For every person will have to bear, yes, with patience, her own burdens of faults and shortcomings mm-hmm. for which she alone is responsible. You ladies are responsible, nobody else. Mm-hmm. Boy, that got yeah, really quiet right up right. in here. <laughs> when I said he, everybody's all into that. Because the women were into it. Come on, guys, you're, yeah, I'm giving you a chance to say yeah. <laughs> you see? You alone are responsible yeah. for your own, shor- oh, that's you for your own shortcomings, what? your own faults. That's huh? you. So if you're responsible for them, then that means you're responsible to get the healing that you need, yes, Mm -hmm. in your life, to live the life that Christ would have you to live. A person that is responsible does what they need to do to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm talking spiritually now. He was trying to talk, he's talking to church folks, Mm -hmm. talking to Christ up north. You see, no gossip, and then nothing's happening here. Because folks say, oh, well, what went on? Ain't nothing went on in here. Because we don't do that in here. We know better. If it gets to me, we're really in trouble. Because I got the medicine for the folks that brought it. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave y'all some information already, right? Right. I've lived your age. You ain't lived mine. Right. <laughs> so, you, you see, and the reason that uh, I wanted this message is it's crazy out there. Everybody's trying to be something, you see? All of the commercials out there, do y'all know that some of y'all will never, never be in a size eight? Six. Ain't happening. Now they got a commercial, Sister Etta, to gain weight. Yeah, they got this, 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 this child. They ain't never had a child. Right. you are talking about you want to gain weight. So you're too thin, they got something for you. You're too heavy, they got something for you. You understand what I'm saying? Who told you you needed that? You see? You can go a lifetime trying to be something that you shouldn't be. Don't do that. It's a waste of time. All right?
1: Verse 6, the one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher contributing to his spiritual and material support. I like
0: this. It means me, who is teaching you all and these other teachers that are teaching you all spiritually and praying for you and doing this. Come back and tell them come back and tell them the healing and the blessing they got, you see? Mm-hmm. They've taught you. Share the good news to your teachers. It makes a teacher feel good when you come to that teacher and say, I'm gonna just use me because either, Pastor, you prayed for me and I got blessed. You gave me some information and I've done it. And I got blessed. I'm glad that you said it. Now I'm gonna call you and talk to you because you are, you've been my age. I've never been yours. I learned something today. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are people, oh, that's, I'm gonna do that for them down here, okay?
1: Okay. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. That's called,
0: are you crazy? (laughs) God ain't, no, 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 no. So I ain't even got to explain that one. Mm -hmm. Please, whatever a man sows, this, yes, only is what he reaps. Mm-hmm. Whatever she sows is what you reap. That's right. You see, who's beautiful in here? Who's, who's satisfied with what God called them to do? Keep sowing those seeds, and you get better at what he's called you to do. You see? That's it. You see? And when I sow seeds, Yes, and, 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 and pull the weeds out of the way, and, and become successful in areas in my life, it makes God smile. Mm-hmm. And then I reap what I sow. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Ugly begets ugly. Mm-hmm. The old folks say what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a boomerang. You throw it out there, it comes on back. Yeah. A scripture says, Bread is cast upon the sea, shall return in many a day. That's good or bad. Yeah. So we got to be careful what we put out there. Yeah. Okay. You ever notice some people are just excited and happy all the time? Mm-hmm. Because they sow that seed of joy. Mm-hmm. And they have that. But some people in the church that I like to see coming in on Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. they're they glad to be in here one thing I do like about you all in here, you know, we've been wearing the mask, right? And uh, we got y'all spread it away from each other. As soon as church gets over, everybody gets crowded up out there <laughs> and hugging each other. I'm saying, OK, I'm just doing that because they're doing that. I'm, I'm done. Ain't no six feet in these people up in here. Good. And the gang leader is on the front row over here. (laughs) (laughs) You see? Because that's what she's about. And people say they love for Sister Gwen's hugs. Sister Gwen loves to hug. All right. Just didn't listen to the pastor at all. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Verse eight, for the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. I have
0: never been satisfied with anything that I reaped from my flesh, never. It can't fulfill it. It doesn't fulfill anything. Okay, keep going.
1: But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life.
0: you sow to the Holy Spirit, you you reap eternal life. Mm -hmm. Nothing like it. Is that what you're doing in here? It's what we're going to do in here. We're spiritual people up in here. We passed all that other stuff. Thank God. Mm -hmm. All right?
1: Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time we will reap if we do not give in.
0: You do good at the proper time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have good come back to you. Yeah. Right. You see, you, have you note, know, I, I was so excited. Uh, I think it was Tuesday because you know I watch the news all the time and they had this businessman. You know, it's it a white businessman, and I can't think of the cities. All right? And you know, we supposed to how they do it, and then we'll come back and show. He went to five schools and guaranteed every, you see that brother yeah. Ray every student a college education. Yes, he did. He did. Right. Yeah. That's doing good Amen. with his millions. And, yeah. and people didn't, he didn't stop there, and one adult, mm-hmm. one family member, mama or daddy, now, that's big time. That's a big time. That's somebody that God is going to keep blessing him because he felt in his heart. God made him rich for that reason. God made him rich for that reason. See, sometimes God blesses us tremendously so that we can bless others. All right? All right? Amen. And, and, and some people have a million dollars, I'll just use her because it's easy. Do you know who's a millionaire in here? Sister Lynn has a millionaire smile. Amen. Hi, pastor. Every, ever since I've known her. I'm like, do you have a bad day? <laughs> you see, if you see her in the store, same way. Just the yeah, same way. That's worth a million dollars to somebody who needs to be uplifted. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You see? This is what we're here for. We're here to help other people fulfill their lives. Get out of self. All right? And
1: in verse 10. Thank you. So then, while we as individual believers have the opportunity, let us do good to all people. How
0: many? What kind of people?
1: All people.
0: The Scripture tells us to do good to all people. Mm-hmm. No big eyes and little use, no big eyes and little use, no little use and big eyes. We just say, all people. Mm-hmm. and do my favorite word ain't nothing on the other side at all. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. to do good for all people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it works. And, and it's such a blessing when you've done good to help somebody and later on maybe years down the road they come back and say thank you. You told me something that helped me in my life. Okay. We have an I had an athlete Selena, some of y'all remember Selena. She at park. Selena uh, was one of the best athletes in the country. She could have went to Florida State, Florida or any of those schools down there, just hurt her. And then she saw this thing on Park in Kansas City. And, then bro- and she, something just told her to come to Park College. And she tells people the greatest decision she ever made in her life was to come to Park College, because she went to Christ Temple North and found Christ. All right, amen. Yes. Yes. She has her own firm now, law firm, yes, yes. So right here, over at the other church, you see? If you do good, you help other people, and then they'll bless you. If nothing else but saying thank you for guiding me. All right?
1: Not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well being.
0: Are we concerned about each other's spiritual well being?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We ought to be. Mm-hmm. You see, I talk to people, and I use people's names in here. Uh, some coaches are better spiritual role models than coaches, they come more successful than the one that has the knowledge because they can't communicate with people's spirit. They can't identify. A spiritual coach can look and see inside mm-hmm. of an athlete what they need and the areas that they needed to be worked on, especially if you're going to work with inner city kids because that is a behavior, a learned behavior, and you have to understand that. And it's a spiritual disorder because of the way some of them's been brought up. So it takes a spiritual man or woman to be able to identify that mm-hmm. and gently work with them and to worry more about their spiritual well-being than who they are as an athlete. Brother DJ does that, give him my hand. Uh-huh. That's a calling, it's a calling, it's a calling. Yeah, thank God he called me to college in High School. Woo!
1: Keep going. Be a blessing to those of the household of faith, the born-again believers. We're gonna help
0: everybody. But who are we supposed to help first? Each other. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Be a blessing. You're supposed to be a blessing in here. See, you're supposed to be a blessing in here. You see? You said feed everybody, but start at the household of faith. You see we need to take care of the people in our midst first and then allow then go outside and do other stuff because you know if you take care of somebody in the church and bless them in the church they will be able to give more than you could ever give you see your job was just to get them spiritually healed and once they got spiritually healed they could use their talents and abilities and go it in places like some of the athletes here at Kansas City Chiefs that are spending tons of money to help different programs in the city. Yeah. You see, they got that from somebody. Mm-hmm. That came from somebody, mm-hmm. because when you're worried about somebody's spiritual he- health, it's got to come from your heart. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to come from the spirit of love. Right. Are y'all with me? Yeah. You see how I'm taking my time. Mm-hmm. Nobody in Christ temple north should ever be alone or feel lonely. Now some of you do because you're in the flesh and your flesh is telling you, you don't want nobody in your business. And I tell people, you ain't got no business. Yeah, you're wearing it on your face when you walk in the door. You see, you, sometimes you need somebody in your business. Right, you see? And if you're in this church, you ain't got nothing to be ashamed of because somebody done what you're doing and trying to get out of. Does that make sense? All right.
1: And again from The Voice tells us, seize any opportunity the Lord gives you to do good things.
0: I mean, be excited about an opportunity to do good things. Mm -hmm. We ought to be opportunists. Looking for an opportunity to do a good thing. And it ain't always about money. Mm-hmm. It's just be befriending somebody. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it ain't about talking. It's, it's about listening. That's right. And not saying nothing. But just listen. Some folks don't need you to talk. They just need you to be there to listen. Right? They just need the comfort. You know, and the comfort sometimes is they want to talk to somebody. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Read that one again because I kind of like that one.
1: Seize any opportunity. We're the opportunists. Yes.
0: We're opportunists. Mm-hmm. Every one of us, is. doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, you be an opportunist. Be ready to take care of somebody else, mm-hmm. help them with their business.
1: That's
0: right. Look for it. Mm-hmm. You see, yesterday, I was at uh, shopping because, you know, I'm trying to stay fit and I had to try to get off that 186. And now I'm down to 176. And so the shirts ain't fitting. So I was looking for some shirts because, you know, I don't want to be, you know, (laughs) the brother got be down. And And so this lady started talking to me. And she was saying, you know, I'm just down here looking for something for my husband. He doesn't like to go shopping. And I'm just like, he doesn't. He doesn't like to go shopping, and, and he don't like to do anything. He don't like to go shopping for groceries. He don't like to go shopping for clothes. <laughs> and I'm saying, OK. And she just kept talking, trying to do this here to get away. You know? And Gwen's back over doing whatever she does. And so she gets through up, so says, I'm looking for some, I got him some tan pants, but I'm looking for a shirt oh, you got a tan jacket on and a black hat. So he, I could wear, he could wear some black pants. <laughs> a black pants, excuse me, a black shirt with tan pants and she went on and on. Uh, she grew up in some little town called uh, Pittsburgh, Missouri. And there was, she, was, uh, she said, I was really good in my class, just went crazy. But there was only nine people in the class and she just kept going on and on until her grandkids going to KU, and one of them is 12 years old. And I'm trying to like, lady, i got, I'm geezing away and I'm looking like my shirts are trying to talk to her. And she kept talking, Gwen, Gwen when I saw Gwen, she said, where have you been? <laughs> I'm saying, this lady stopped me. And she told me her whole history, her husband's history. Her grandkids. One of them is twelve years old and wants to play volleyball. <laughs> you see? And is gonna to go to Liberty High School like, oh, on You see how much I got all this information. She needed to talk to somebody. <laughs> right. Right. And she needed to talk to somebody that helped, it helped two people. It helped her, it helped me, because I'm the guy that goes in the store, knows exactly, yes, yes it is. I know exactly what I want. I know the color that I want. I know the size that I want, and I can pick it up and I'm ready. Gwen, what are you doing? (laughs) It held down. And that's it. But it was a lesson. (laughs) That's right. It was a lesson for who? And it was a blessing for who? Yes. Right. Yes. Help somebody. Open the door. It doesn't hurt you to let somebody go in front of you. Come on. All right? You're a Christian, aren't you?
1: That's right. All
0: right. And she was a Christian. She even told me her church. I forgot what was that. Yeah. You see, and she talked to her. God gave a person and put a person there that wouldn't mock her. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not always money. Takes some time. Like I tell all of you all, find some people in your life that don't look like you. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of how integrated that class is back there. That's why we have all these race problems. Mm-hmm. They over there, they over there, mm-hmm. them over there. No. We in this together all right we're called americans right That's right. we're called christians aren't we yeah. mm-hmm. all right and we should act like it that's right you haven't rose that thing up yet all right keep going
1: okay seems like i've been <laughs> up here 30 minutes all right <laughs> all right so be a blessing to everyone be a blessing to who to everyone to who everyone
0: all right mm-hmm. it is a blessing for the people some of you all that looking on live stream and so, so sitting in here, you have been a blessing by financially supporting this church through this craziness that we're going through, so it keeps moving. The churches had to close their doors. You see, some people need to be in here, some people need, they just don't want to get out there yet, and that's okay. I'll announce something at the end of the service. All right? Be a blessing to who?
1: Everyone.
0: All right. Putin Putin needs to learn that, hasn't he? Yes. That's insane.
1: Especially those within our faithful family.
0: Especially those in our faithful family. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. One of the things when when I'm up here and and every now and then you guys do unity, Mm -hmm. that that is a wonderful thing. Or reach out and touch, that is a wonderful thing. Show some love. Mm -hmm. Show some love all right Mm
1: -hmm. now the message puts it this way right now therefore every time we get the chance let us work for the benefit of all
0: we're working for the benefit of all Mm -hmm. All. and ain't nothing on the other side of all all right
1: and that is starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith
0: starting with this community of faith are you willing to do that can you listen to this message and put it in your life and start it here in Christ's different North. you willing to do that? you willing to do that? It starts here. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come this morning thanking you for the lesson and the chastisement. We have failed by not doing what you would have us to do. It is the love of Christ that we need to get the work done. We are workers. And a worker is called a disciple of Christ. And a disciple of Christ is called a worker. And we do that with the spirit of love. And through the spirit of love, one another. Let love just shower this place. Yes, sir. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nashville. And all in agreement said amen.
1: Amen.